The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. Let's. Let's. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue mm-hmm. Podcast where we talk about everything about barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. Oh. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. My dude. What's happening, my man? How are you? Dude, I am freaking cold. I could not shake it today. It was, but that's because it was like 55 on Saturday, and then oh, by the way, his tent. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on the bottom of the smoker. I got, I got, I got icicles, icicles this long on the bottom of my smoker oh, wow. this morning. It was legit seven degrees yeah. when I woke up this morning. And you know the worst part? It's going to be almost. 60, if not low 60s, on Thursday. But the funniest part it's of it like, is oh try to get Lord. your kids to leave the house be- for school with a jacket on, as cold as it is. They still don't want to wear a jacket. Live They're leaving learn, the baby. house in socks and Crocs. Live, live and learn. With, uh, with, with sweatpants on and uh, you know, a sweatshirt with a hoodie, and they're out. Like, no, Dad, I'm not wearing a jacket. It's dumb. Okay. All right, well, put some sne- like sneakers on or something. You're wearing socks and Crocs to school? Hey, He's like... Them. Whatever it is. Let them. Whatever it is, man. So anyway, how was your weekend? Still, you do, uh, what'd you cook for the Super Bowl? Ah, you know, just a couple little things, you know. Did a little dip action, queso dip action, some I did wings. Same. Yep. Know, the the yep. little picky things. Nothing nothing too outrageous, you know. The, a, the Super Bowl's a grazing Yeah, day. yeah. I'm a fan of um, lately putting, uh, I, I smoke chicken thighs, boneless, skinless thighs. Yeah. And I add that to the queso dip instead of the... The meat. Mm-hmm. Try to do like a more of a white meat one. But I hear that breakfast sausage in a queso dip. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. I haven't tried that, but I heard that's a game changer. Oh, it's awesome. Who does that that we know? Oh, we awesome. talked to I, recently. Forget, did, I feel like I just came across There's so recently. many queso dips. But a yes. lot of queso yeah. dip recipes. But yeah, the sausage, the yeah. breakfast sausage is really popular in the queso. Ooh. It's phenomenal. Could you just get that extra seasoning from the that? maple? And yeah. The, yeah, that's probably dope. And we're doing that uh, we, at a pop-up this weekend coming up at Idle Hands Brewery in Malden. You got a pop-up this weekend? Another one, yeah. Well, obviously, how was the one last week? So we had a pop-up last week. Of course, that is the uh, pickup ones we do with the Elks, but out of our kitchen. And that was great. We did all hundred. Uh, we served all hundred plates between five thirty and no five forty-five and six thirty. Hundred plates out the door, Chrissy. Wow! And then we had about twelve extra plates to make for people that we had a standing room only section, John. Oh no! Nice. I kid you not. There's people standing in an area waiting to see if I actually had leftovers. Oh, you know, I, got- I couldn't. I sold a hundred. I bought enough meat already for a hundred, yeah. but. I, I I thought I thought the meat you cooked were very delicious. They were fantastic. Oh, did you have some? Yeah. When did you have some? Oh, you were inside. I know where the smoker is. I go and help myself <laughs> on the way back to the suck. office. Uh, I love <laughs> it. I don't wait in line, son. I don't know why you don't stop by for, for a plate before you go home. You know, I'm going to hook your ass up anyway. But um, no, it was great. We had a great night. And then this weekend, we're going to do a new menu we got going on this week. New. Not just a new, but a new menu. You know, look, at yeah. obviously, we're going to have the chopped brisket sandwich because people want that back. So the chopped brisket's coming up. But Rachel was like, I need a break from mac and cheese. So we're doing a, a smoked meatball on a, uh, a Mexican street corn, two giant smoked meatballs on Mexican street corn, and we're doing the chicken queso dip. So nice. it's going to be a good, good nice, Saturday. Nice, Daddy Dutch, what's up? Randy, Dutch. brother Randy's in the house. What's up, boys? Terry, what's happening? Gray, uh, where? Are, oh, Dave Pelletier, my brother. What's happening? Uh, Claudia, <laughs> Chrissy. Hi. Hey, Chrissy. Two places at once. Chrissy, Very impressive. Thanks for joining us, Chrissy. Thanks for You're joining welcome. us, Chrissy. Jeff, what's that. happening? Andrew. Is that Jeff? Joe Tucker, what's happening? Is that Jeff Nelson? Who was in there? Jeff Wepner. Oh, okay. What's That's up, the Jeff? judge, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, what do you want to do? Want to get into this or what? Yeah. All right. We're here anyway. Today's so. show is brought to you by Ooh. Uncle Steve's Shake. I know him. Hey, he's everyone's favorite uncle. You ever wonder why people are lining up to get into your neighbor's house? Bet when you light up, no one's coming. 
The reason for that is your neighbors use an Uncle Steve shake, and apparently you're not, which means one thing, Chrissy. <clears throat> you better get you some. Damn straight, Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in 12 amazing flavors, including their amazing dessert shake. If you, if you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. And if you have any questions... Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. They'll walk you through all your shake needs. It's time to take your backyard and your competition game to that next level. But Uncle Steve Shake, shake some on everything. UncleSteveShake.com. Try it, use it. And this episode is also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends mm-hmm. at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, look at the size of that. It's a monster We are smoking the Nesta Miranda Special uh-huh. Selection. Absolutely delicious. Selection. Yeah. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number TwoGuysCigars.com. And also... Backline Fabrication and Backline Smokers out I know of Austin, him too. Texas. As you know, I just love my back line. It is an extension of myself. That's what Ryan Newland does when he builds you a custom pit or a live fire device out of his shop in Austin, Texas. He takes the time to understand what makes you tick, what, what you like, what you don't like. No two pits are the same. They're totally customized, and the possibilities are endless. Check Ryan out, backlinefabrication.com. He's doing some amazing things. I still am waiting to put my order in, which I will do soon for his multi-tool device, which I know, Dutch, you've cooked on and is amazing. So oh, it's badass. And also, today's episode brought to you by one of our newest, but not so new anymore, uh-huh. members of the family, Al Infante's. Al Infante's Magna Chef Gloves, guys and girls. Mm-hmm. These are the best gloves out on the market, in my opinion, and they've been they've been put to the test at the Royal and everything. All the boys have been trying to mess these gloves up, and they cannot. Nope. But these gloves, Al is a Miami Dade firefighter, mm-hmm. so he knows a little something about heat, fire protection, fire protection. Yes, yes, sir. But the thought in designing these gloves. He went all out. Mm-hmm. Food grade silicone, patented magnetic clips. You ever take a pair of gloves and try to get them off? You're fumbling around with your proteins on the. And next thing you know, it slips and you got a $200 brisket go flying on the thing because of these prices today. I've had it happen. Oh, well, now what are you going to do? Now you're just down two beans. Can uh-uh. I say they're super easy Not to clean? Not with these. They're super easy to clean, too. Click them right in. Yep. Slight twist. Comes right off. Even your meat hooks come Even right out my of his meat hooks. Sweaty meat and hooks. And then right back in, you're good to go. Perfect. Yep. Best of all, though. Easy on and off. Yeah. Best They're of all. also heat rated up to 500 degrees, web fit. But best of all, <clears throat> for her pleasure, <laughs> for firm grip, one size fits all. But best of all, where are you going with this? In America. <laughs> Dishwasher safe. But best of all, Gregory. Made in America. There we go. Right here in the U.S. of A. So get yourself a pair. But once you get a pair, you're really going to want two or three. Because you're going to want one mm-hmm. for the backyard. You're going to want one for your competition trailer. You're going to want one for inside the house, in, yep. the, in the kitchen. All the uses. You always want to have them hanging around. You can get yours at magnachef.com. Mm-hmm. That's M-A-G-N-E-C-H-E-F.com. And at checkout, use code ROYAL21 I believe for that's 15% correct. off. Link. Yes. Link. Links in the description. Links in the bio or description. Bio description. Bio description. Bio description. <laughs> like degradable but different. Yeah. What's up? We're already getting some call-outs in here. Big Rome's getting Big called Rome. out. Whoa! Mad Max is calling people Mad out. Mad Max. Big Rome. Ooh. What's up, Salinas brothers? Robert Rocha. Ooh. Ooh, he Ooh. says. 
from the So Smoking Gooder show. Mm. Oh, hi. Awesome show. Well, right some fellow podcast brother. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's great guy. Great guy. Rob so, Darty, what's up? Will Blanchard. Are you ready to get into Let's the go brass, the brass tacks, as I like to say. Yes, yes. Yes. That is, that is starting to grow legs on its own. It is. Yeah. It is. We need to get shirts, yellow T-shirts. And everyone knows why yellow, well, the yellow if you V-neck. watch the show. The and yellow medium size. Yellow yeah. mediums for everyone, no matter your size. It's a yeah. yellow Junior, medium. what's happening? <laughs> but today, guys, this is, this is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be joined by, I don't know how we want to put it, Author, pit master, competition cook, restaurant tour, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, golf rep. <laughs> we'll get into that. That's a little twist in the in the story here. Uh-huh. But guys, joining us from Leewood, Kansas, mm. the owner of Meet Mitch Barbecue Restaurant, the one and only Mitch Benjamin. Mitch, what's happening, hey, brother? Mitch. How are you, boys? Thanks for having me on Pit um, Life Barbecue today. I'm excited. Man, Absolutely. thank you for taking the time to uh, join us here, man. Absolutely. So man. how's everything down in Kansas? Well, I don't think uh, from listening to your conversations earlier, it's not quite as cold as what you're enduring <laughs> right now. I think we've got about 50, 55 degrees. People are actually out on the links today without any problem. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I can't wait. Can't wait to start swinging them again. I know. This is very true. So, yeah, it's cold <coughs> as hell here, for sure. But, hey, it's February in New England. What do you expect? But it's going to be like 50 at the end of the week again. Yeah, so they'll probably give something. us another, yeah, have zero again. Typical New England. That's why people get sick. It's like zero, then give it's Give it 50. five minutes. It'll change. <laughs> exactly. And it's got to be even colder with the, the Patriots not being in the Super Bowl. Oh, hey, you know. there it is. But I think we're losing the connection. <laughs> our, our, our very own Richard Seymour, <laughs> all pro defensive end, he got the old knock on the door oh. this weekend to welcome him into Canton, Ohio, home of the National Football League Hall of Fame. I saw that. So that was well-deserved. He gave us a lot of great years. Then he had a couple nice years out there in Oakland afterwards. But, uh, you know, congratulations to Mr. Seymour Mm -hmm. for the call to the hall. Yes, yes. Hey, Jason Power, what's up, brother? Jason, what's happening, Pipesy? Um, So, Mitch, we we start out always the same way. Who is Mitch okay. Benjamin, first of all, and how did the transformation from Mitch Benjamin into Meet Mitch happen mm-hmm. <laughs> and your barbecue journey, I guess, along the way? Yeah, so I actually grew up on the East Coast. I went to Penn State, and I graduated in 94. And shortly after that, I got my job um, at TaylorMade Golf, and I moved to Kansas City. And I didn't know anything about Kansas City at all. But quickly found that barbecue was kind of the fabric of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly, I was introduced to the American Royal Barbecue, which I'm sure you guys have been to, yeah. which is not only the largest competition in the world, but the largest party in the world and yep. an absolute ball. So I got into cooking uh, through my next door neighbor who uh, he had a pool. He had a refrigerator full of beer and he had a smoker that was always rolling. So you can imagine I'd pull into my driveway and go into his house rather than mine and kind of <laughs> hang out <laughs> and get some tricks and figure out what yep. was going on. And uh, um, I got the bug just going to the Royal, having so much fun. I mean, you guys have seen there the smells, the sounds, the excitement. So I entered the next year <laughs> I bought just to have a the party, really. I wasn't that consumed with the smoking at first, but entered my first American Royal in the year 2000. And uh, have been competing over two decades, not only in the Royal, but Memphis in May, uh, you know, regionally throughout the country, even been over to uh, New Zealand to compete in meat stock really? two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Just got the, you know, got the real bug. So wow. transitioned uh, eventually here a, a few years ago from golf full to full-time barbecue. And here I am talking to you boys. Now, so. What so what did cool. you what you what did you do in the golf world? Because you said you had went to got out of college and went to yes. work for TaylorMade. So I was a, a a rep, a sales rep. I had like the state of Kansas and the state of Oklahoma. So you okay. travel around and you go to all the country clubs, the big golf stores, you know, you name it. 
and uh, you sell drivers, putters and tigers and bears, you know, you just have fun and, and with golf pros and stores and you go to tournaments and you, you play golf and shoot the shit. <laughs> yeah. just like barbecue <laughs> oh it, it, it is and then pipesy jason Fowler just said you know golf and barbecue the perfect combo i mean barbecue <laughs> brings people together and once you get together play with some golf play barbecue some golf. can yeah. be frustrating in hell <laughs> golf can be frustrating in hell oh. golf takes a while barbecue takes a while they both uh <laughs> you got they it. both you can get frustrated in, doing both of them <laughs> you can include some alcoholic beverages in there a couple of cigars right very, you're very, not working if you're playing golf and barbecuing absolutely parallel well, parallel the dog father himself is in the chat brother alton alton what's up my man juke what's happening brother juke oh so you, you've had like you said you've been competing for 20 plus years now, what got you out of, you know, you got out of the golf game, so to speak, yeah. and then into barbecue. You got the bug. So I got the bug, and with, I started to have yeah. a lot of success and, uh, and started to come out with my own line of sauces and rubs. And then in 2012, the, uh, the All-Star Game, the baseball All-Star Game was here in Kansas City. And George Brett, who I got to know very well yes. through golf, the Hall of Famer and Kansas City icon, mm -hmm. um, he he proclaimed me the barbecue ambassador of Kansas City to the All-Star wow. Game. No, so so that was three huge. nights in a row. They have the Celebrity All-Star Game Sunday night. They have the big home run derby Monday night, and then the actual game Tuesday. So it was so much fun. There's so many stories, and I got a lot of press, and, and uh, I was feeding both locker rooms, home and away. And, you know, doing burn ends and uh, pulled pork and ribs and sliced brisket. That's a dream right there. Everything. That's a dream and, right there. And uh, so during the home run derby, George is walking out up to this, the field with the baseball tonight team. It was, uh, you know, like Nomar Gar Garcia Para, who you guys are familiar yep. with. It was Crook. It was, uh, you know, a whole litany of those guys. And he said, Mitchie boy, he goes, grab a pan of those ribs. Let's go up to the field. <laughs> so I'm like, right on, Podsy. Let's go. So I went, got some ribs. We get escorted out onto the field. And Boomer, you remember Boomer? Mm -hmm. back, 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 back. Yeah. He's there and everyone. And he puts the ribs down. John Crook, you know him. Oh, from yeah. Philly, grabs the ribs, just starts mauling. Um, mauling them. There's, there's sauce all over them. Um, Adam Jones from the Orioles comes out of the, the dugout, grabs ribs and starts saying, these are the best ribs I ever had. I mean, it was hysterical and I'm standing there. There's 6 million people watching this thing. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, they ultimately put Crux eating the, the video to the, uh, soundtrack of chariots of fire that went viral, which was pretty funny and, uh, just a, a lot of fun and excitement and the brand kind of really started to blow up. And everyone was like, Mitch, you know, we're, we're not at competitions. We can't try any of your, your food and we don't play major league baseball. We can't try your food. Like, why don't you open up a restaurant? So <clears throat> next thing you know, in 2014, I opened a restaurant with two partners here in Kansas city called char bar. That's I think we had a few connection issues here. Uh, we, we'll we're stick with breaking them. up just a little the, bit. The yeah. dive into the barbecue. And here we are. Oh, the char, you broke up a little bit. So uh, the Char Bar was the name of the, your, your restaurant? The group. Yeah, Char Bar. It's in uh, Westport, which oh. is right off the plaza in the heart of Kansas City. And uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's about 6,500 square feet inside. And then we have wow. another 10,000 square foot, uh, we call our barbecue playground that has, you know, bocce ball, ping pong tables. Uh, uh, you know, you throw the bags, picnic tables, big bar, music, That's string fun. lights, the whole thing. That's deal. inside your restaurant? Yeah. What? That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's cool. It's almost like 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 breweries have like stuff like that <laughs> yeah. going inside a lot of times. They have like yeah. a little like areas and stuff to like play in adult You see a lot of cool stuff in Texas. You yeah. know, I, I was uh I loved all the stuff in Texas. Now their weather's a little better better so you can enjoy the outside more year round, but yeah. but we get we get pretty good uh we get pretty good action here in Kansas City. We're gonna have to get you out there. Oh That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We've never actually been to the Royale, but we're 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 uh that's on the list. That's on the list for sure. That should be number one on the list. I know, I know, I know. What is the um so at what point 
<clears throat> you probably started out using, you know, similar, you know, everyone kind of uses very similar sauces on the comp circuit, mixing their old blue hogs with their own sauces or their own glazes or, sure, you know, sure. everyone's looking for this certain flavor profile. And You named it, and, yep, and, you and, nailed and, it. And you start winning with the old stuff or at what point did you say, hey, I'm doing okay with this stuff, but I got my own stuff and I need to start putting it out there. At what point did you make that transition over to your stuff and how, how were the results when you first started doing it? Did you get them right away? Did you have to wait a little bit to, for it to yeah. come? So I was just like you said, I was trying to mess around with some of the stuff that everybody else was using mm-hmm. type thing. And, you know, in between beers, when you're out at a, a contest for the weekend, you got a little time on your hands. So mm-hmm. you might as well just tinker around and mess around and uh, came up with our own, what we felt was flavor profile and look and feel and uh, went to a co-packer in Kansas city and they have like test kitchens. I think there's types of facilities are available to everyone across the country and, and started to just knock out my own sauce. And the first one was my womp sauce. And we went to, uh, the, I think the wild blue Kansas state competition and used it on everything and just held our breath and one grand reserve and we're high five and having some fun. And and it's been, uh, it's been a whirlwind from there. I mean, we now have six sauces and three different rubs and I've won everything from Memphis and made to the American Royal and the sauce category, some of the cooking categories and just have had a ball. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. With that womp sauce, I hear a lot of talk about that. Yes. Yeah. I think, um, our buddy over at meat church there met Mr. Pittman. Yep. I know that guy a little former, bit. Yeah. Former guest of, uh, also <laughs> former guest on, on pit life. I know he, he, uh, talks about your, uh, sauce in a few of his videos. Yep. That's awesome. So what is the difference? What is the what is the deal with this womp sauce versus your naked, for example? You know, is- well, the, the womp sauce, both of them are similar flavor profile. They're both kind of rich, thick, sweet, Kansas City style. Um, the womp sauce has a, a habanero extract, capsicum, that uh, comes and gets you at the back end. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, nice and sweet and friendly in the beginning, but then it hits you a little bit. Um, it also has that beautiful glaze, like that piano finish where you look at, oh. look at the pork, you look at the ribs and you can almost see your reflection Glass. In because yep. as you know, I mean, judges, everybody, they eat with their eyes first. So Absolutely. really wanted to accomplish those things. We thought we nailed it, bottled it. And, uh, it's just been an absolute bestseller for us from, from there on. And the naked, we kind of just strip that heat element out. Cause you'll, you'll learn right away that pe- people's palates are different. You know, Absolutely. someone would be like, I love that womp sauce, but my wife and kids, you know, they won't eat it. I'm like, really? It's not that hot. Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of learn as you go and, 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 uh, make maneuvers from there. So it, it, trying to hit all different. I just, just launched a, a white sauce, a, a Carolina mustard sauce, and then a really hot barbecue sauce uh, last week at the fancy food show in Las Vegas. So I'm excited oh, nice. about the future of those three. Yeah. So, well. so you said a Carolina was a, a mustard sauce or was it like a, with a vinegar sauce? Or do you say you had both? It's a, it's a mustard. It's like a min- Carolina gold, Carolina, and gold. an Alabama white. And then, a, and then a real hot barbecue sauce. Oh, I love a good yeah. Alabama white. That's the sauce that I probably have the least of. You want to know right. what I do? Is the I, Alabama. I make the Alabama white sauce, and I actually, I'll use it on chicken yep. or whatever. Yeah. But I'll, I also use it as a dressing yes. for, uh, for, my, uh, for my pasta salad, my macaroni salad. Oh. Oh. It's fantastic. You we know? use it as like a, a dressing over top of our smoked chicken wings at yeah. the restaurant. We have like uh, hog fries, these curly fries that are loaded with cheese and with uh, pork mm. and thing, you know, jalapenos. And we'll use that as a drizzle over top of yeah. that. So it's pretty universal. It was actually the most popular uh, new item that we had at the show. because I think because people, they're just not accustomed to seeing it. They don't really know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's not in the it's not in the norm. You know, it, it's right. a it's a very extremely it's not very it's extremely underrated sauce. Mm-hmm. Yes. it really it doesn't get the the recognition that it that it that it should. Everyone knows the Kansas City, the Carolina, you know, the the vinegar and the 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 mustard, but no, not it doesn't get as much recognition. But I've had some pretty good friggin' white sauces that are like, why don't I make this more? Yeah, mm-hmm. or why don't I seek out to to purchase? Uh, you know, would you th- would you say out of all your sauces, is the uh, like probably the Kansas City style would be your 
like that style would be more of your n- number one seller, and then maybe, oh yeah, that's that's the go to and the yeah, number one, and then probably seller the by mustards far. coming up. Yeah. I think right behind it because yeah. people love a good mustard sauce. Yeah. Chuck, yeah. what's happening? Big Rome, Uncle Steve, <laughs> what's up, Lance, what's happening? Eric, what's, what's happening, what's boys? Up, my G's. Oh, we got quite the crowd <laughs> quite today. Quite the crew today nice. for meet Mitch. Nice. Okay, so you started with the restaurants. Now we started with the comp comps Start. into the restaurants. Mm-hmm. How yeah. did you wind up in Paris, France? <laughs> <laughs> At a little ho- establishment called I thought, Rosie's. I thought I was going to sneak that one by it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a little inside information. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, you know, I, I told you that um, I left TaylorMade to go full-time barbecue and try to open up Meet Mitch Barbecue Restaurant in 2016-17. Well, there was some snafus and some delays, so I knew I had some time on my hands. And there was a chef out of the Charbar location that said, hey, Mitch, I saw this thing on uh, uh, Craigslist. And it was one of this, it said ISO. I didn't even know what that meant. And later, in search of a barbecue, American barbecue pitmaster that will come to Paris to teach us how to smoke meats. And it had a little paragraph, you know, and he sent it to me and I, you know, showed it to my family and everyone was like, oh, you should do that. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not do that. Like that's ever going to happen. Well, you know, uh, after about six Tito's and sodas on a Friday night, I responded to this thing. And the next morning I was on a Zoom call. I didn't even know what a Zoom call was. I thought Zoom yeah. was a pair of sneakers or something. Yeah, yeah at the and, time, and, absolutely. And yep, yep. Eight, th- eight days later, this is no lie. Eight days later, I have my own flat in Paris and I'm living there for a few months on my own. And uh, teaching these guys how to how to smoke barbecue right on the Seine, right in the middle of Paris and oh. Saint Michel, it was just an incredible time. It really was. Nice. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the first um, uh, Kansas City style barbecue to actually hit Europe. I would guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was making burn ends every night, putting them on trays, walking through the uh, <laughs> the restaurant, having people try them. Their lights. Or the eyes light up like what? What is, what is, what is this? It? Yeah. Wow! They're like this is unbelievable. It was so fun too because there was also a lot of expats, you know, guys that live over there, and they're coming in and they're getting a Budweiser and a rack of ribs, and they're giving me a hug, saying, "Where have you been all my life? You're the greatest <laughs> dude I've ever met." <laughs> this is awesome. So, what do they have you smoking on when you go out there? Because you're obviously going out there without your, any of your equipment. Right. So no, what, yeah, they they had they a built-in yeah. smoker. It was fantastic. It was a beautiful facility. I think you can probably pull it up on their website and look at it. What's it had the a name, glass what's the ceiling. What's the name um, of it? That was tilted. Um, the good news, the fortunate yep. part, was that the the head chef uh, was Kiwi. He was from New Zealand, um, so he spoke perfect English and showed me around. And boy, did we have some fun for the next couple months. It was awesome. That is awesome. When you make, I'm going to ask you a question. You may not may not want to tell me your methods, but what is the yeah. typical? I'm going to say, generally speaking, in Kansas City, to make the burn ends, are you guys separating your points and flats in the beginning, or are you doing it kind of somewhere during the cook, after the cook? What is the typical process out there? To yeah, to- we definitely uh, separate the points from the flats. Okay. Um, what we find is that burn ends are by far the most popular restaurant item for us. So we wouldn't be able to smoke enough if we didn't buy cases of just points. Uh, so we buy cases doing. and okay. cases of points just, just to points. keep up with the demand. Wow. If that, if that makes sense to you. And do you inject your points at all? Or are you just kind of throwing No, them right in, in competitions there? I do, but not yep. in restaurants. Not in restaurants. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you using like, you, you, is the au jus a big part of uh, afterwards to mix that back in? Are you using like trays to there catch is. anything? Or are we going, yep. you know, we Texas style yep. with, with we butcher paper? We have a pan of au jus. Okay. Yep, we do sense. it a little differently. Um, a lot of uh, the restaurants will only take the brisket up to about a, like 196, 197 internal and then run it through a deli slicer. Mm. But I'm not into that. So we okay. take it up to 208, let it cool, and then hand carve it, you know, the quarter of an inch thick, the yep. pencil eraser, just like what we do in competition. Mm-hmm. I think it presents better. It's, uh, it differentiates ourselves a little bit, and it's the best way to eat it. Eat the burn ends. You carve them into like those into cubes like that, but the, like thinner. the flats. No, I was talking about the flats. oh the flats. The, yeah. the cubes. Yeah, we do separately, just do like separately. what you've seen. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Do yourself, I'm sure. Yeah, that's 
that's that's good because there's always many ways to skin a cat. It's just good to know how they do it at the heart of it all. Yeah, you know, when I say the heart of it all, I'm saying for Burnett's. I'm not saying that Kansas City is the heart of all barbecue. <laughs> yes, so you are. Let's yes, not go are. down that road, brother. Alton will come. We this know right now. We know Texas is 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 the heart of it all. It's not oh, bullshit. Oh, no, I'm not getting in trouble. I'm going to Texas next week. You're not getting me in trouble, Mitch. I am becoming Wait, Switzerland right now. Hell no. I'm going to the Houston uh, Rodeo Barbecue next week. Oh, nice. Week. Okay. Meeting, uh, Uncle sure, Steve. Sure, you'll go there, but you won't Big come Rome. to the Royal. Well, I listen. See, I see how you are. No, I, you know, I have to pick and choose. Next year, the Royal. Or okay. this year, maybe Royal. It's still in the works. It just happens to be, when is the Royal typically? In June? Uh, end of September. September. Oh, end of September, which is right in the heart of my catering season. So that's going to be a tough one. All but right. It, but we, we're going to make it happen. That and Memphis and Mayor. Those are two that we... I'll we be should in go there. And we I'll should, see you there. You look me up in Memphis. We should do, Chrissy. If we go, would we be able to tape a show on site, and then you could cut it up and then air it? I'm so sure we could figure it we out. Figure that yeah. out. That to have our own booth there. Yeah, I mean, you could just that'd take be pretty me dope. With you, but it's fine. I'll stay here. Do you want to come? You want you want to do the show live from the spot? Yeah. You gonna bring all? Chrissy wants to come. You gonna pack up come. all your little buttons and shit over there and make it happen? <laughs> No, I'll record it. We can go live from there. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love the progression of how you started with everything and how it led to these new things. It's always... One leads to snowballs into the next. It, it was. It, it, it really has been from... A lot of people tell me I do. I did everything backwards because people have a restaurant, then they come out with a sauce, then they write a book. I kind of did everything. I came out with a sauce, then a restaurant, wrote a book, another restaurant. <laughs> I'm kind of... All over the board. But speaking, but you got to pivot, but, right? But, but you took risk. You know, you left your full time gig to go into your passion, and that's a that's a scary leap. Yeah, there's no net, right? There's no no net. net. It's like, all right, like I know what I'm doing now. I'm comfortable. I'm making X amount. Well, am I gonna am I gonna be able to provide for the family? Just kind of right. leaving what you know for all these years and jumping yeah. right into right into barbecue. And Matt, especially Pittman when you find out thing. you have to pay for your own health insurance, well, that it. was a big eye. <laughs> well, I've been doing that. I've, <laughs> I had no idea how much that. Shit I've been costs. doing that for almost twenty years in the real estate <laughs> business. I've been I've been covering those tracks. See, that's why I'm sticking with the post office. Just a little longer, <laughs> but so that st- so that that health insurance stays. Yeah, but I admire that, uh, Mitch, because I mean, like Matt Pittman did the same thing. I mean, he worked in IT, I think, right? And yeah, then, yeah. And yeah. then one day he's like, you know, freaking, you know, barbecue pitmaster show, and next thing you know, shit, yeah. you know, I I, I want to do my passion. He left his cushy job. Yeah, we um, talked a lot about it together yeah. during that transition for both of us. You hear you hear the story quite a lot. I mean, the guy that owns the uh, Pecan Lodge too. He had a comfy little, uh, you know, office job too at one point. And you hear this story regularly. It takes a lot of balls to just jump into your passion. But or, I guess, or you might just be stupid. It's, either, you know, but you, you have never. to be a little bit of both to take to actually <laughs> take that risk. Like you said, no safety oh, yeah. net, paying your own insurance. Because when you do that, now you have no choice. Now you have to make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. But I believe if you love something that much, there's no way you can fail. You may take a step back to take three steps forward, but it'll happen. And I'm glad it's happening for you. Well, thank you. I yeah, no, that's freaking. It. That's pretty amazing, man. So you're gonna say, talk about the barbecue revolution book. I think you would. That's right. So with all of this going on, you yeah. find some time to become an author and come out <laughs> and publish the barbecue revolution. Now, how <laughs> did that process go? Because well, a bunch of our friends have done cookbooks and multiple cookbooks, and from what they say, it is quite the journey to put it nicely, uh, between the recipes and the pictures, the right pictures, sure. the right photographer first mm-hmm, off, mm-hmm. to get everything right. How was that process for you? Well, I thought it might be too easy, so I decided to do it during COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that way we were doing everything by yourself. I never met my editor. Um, we would just do it through you know, conference calls, Zoom calls. I really didn't know what I was doing, which gave me, and, and because of COVID and the inability to get together with the team, um, it gave me, you know, a lot of uh, autonomy. So I got to kind of do what I wanted to do. Um, but I was approached by uh, a group out of your area, the Harvard Common Press. Yep. And uh, they let me pick my photographer, who was kind of a local iconic uh, hero. 
um, and just go to work and was able to use um, kind of just, they helped me break it down into the sections of competition, barbecue, restaurant stuff, um, different, you know, chapters and uh, just attacked it. I mean, it wasn't an overnight deal at all. It took, you know, probably I would say 13, 14 months to, mm -hmm. to complete it. And then, you know, you, you write it all and they send it back to you with like changes and then you change it back to the way you want it and send it back. <laughs> and then, I've heard that and a then bunch at of the times. end, they send you this real pretty book and you're like, wow, yeah. that's what I did. You know, so I got to hand them a lot of credit. They, they really put it together nicely and, and helped manage the whole situation. But uh, I'm proud of it. I think it's fun. And uh, I'm, you know, very appreciative to you guys to, to help me get the word out there about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, now, is is there any specific place that the book is located, or you can get it at your local Barnes and Noble, your local bookstore, Amazon? Yeah, come? definitely Amazon. It's a it's an Amazon editor's choice and bestseller. Okay. You can get it at meetmitch.com. Of course, I got to plug my own site. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, we would so you, um, They're all signed by me. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got George. George Brett wrote the forward. He signed a bunch of them too. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, there's several places around the area that you can. You can, it's easily with the web nowadays. You can have it in two days. I'm sure. I love yeah. those interwebs. <laughs> does it come with an audio uh, book version? I think it. I think it does. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. For, uh, Scratch uh, and sniff. That, that see, for, that's yeah. the next technician. I I gotta market that one for our uh, <laughs> attention deficit disorder people here. Uh, we love our audio books, <laughs> so we can multitask. <laughs> you know, but um, so awesome, dude. So after Paris and after the everything with the cookbook, you decide to jump in even further in the restaurant industry and open. Meet Mitch. Yes. We just opened in Leewood, Kansas. Our first day was December 28th. So again, you know, wanting to challenge myself, worldwide pandemic, let's open between Christmas and New Year's and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can be easy. We got to prove ourselves. So, but, so we've been opened uh, uh, for what, about a month and a half. And uh, as everybody's uh, experiencing across the country, staffing is the number one, you know, yep. challenge, just trying to get enough people in there to work, to be open, you know, normal hours. So mm -hmm. uh, that's been a challenge, but the reception has been fantastic. Uh, I think we're at an A plus location, so I couldn't be more excited about that. That's huge. And uh, it's just been a natural extension of Char Bar. And uh, it's been a, a great ride so far. We're right in the middle of uh, launching this baby. So it's good. That's awesome. awesome. Um, you know, uh, how 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 big is the restaurant? Uh, it's big. Um, you, I might as well be in Texas, huh? Everything. <laughs> Meet Mitch is about sixty four hundred square feet, and then we have uh, about a thirty five hundred uh, square foot patio that wraps all around it. That has Sick. the games, the everything from lawn bowling to throwing bags to everything. You know, I like to have a lot of games, a lot of, you know, stuff for families to do, kids to do where we're located. There's a lot of churches, schools, rooftops, corporate stuff. Um, it's a, it's a big location, lots of TVs, lots of sports. I love sports. And, uh, I think you'll dig it when you come out and, and hang out with me. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. What do, what do we, what do you got? For, what are we using for a smoker for the new restaurant? I've got, uh, two, um, uh, I'm sorry. It was old hickory at Rosie's, but this one I've got the two Southern Pride XLs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the big ones. Yep, yep. But you had you had asked me, and I couldn't remember what it was, so I avoided you. But it was the old hickory in <laughs> Paris. It was a brand new one. It was beautiful. I think, I, I, from my experiences, I think I get a better product out of an old hickory than some of the Southern Prides. How? What do you think? Is there a big difference between how they both? The the type of barbecue that that they'll produce is there a bunch of I feel like I like? get great great product out of both. Nice. I mean, I like to use a mixture of pecan and and cherry and sometimes yep. a little hickory. That's my um, next question. I think we get great smoke rings. You know, I don't they, they they're dependable units, both of them. So I, I like them equally. Nice, good to know. Do you uh, specifically pick one over the other for uh, certain meats? Like your brisket's um, got to go in no, the hickory I just, or the the, old, the southern prides are nice because they're big. I mean, mm -hmm. we're going to be doing big volume, and you need to be able to to handle that action. So right. that's why I went with those. Nice, nice. That's exciting. That's exciting. You haven't uh, trouble getting any supplies stuff that's uh, 
sitting in shipping containers in the middle of the ocean yeah. or anything? Or are you, got, yeah, you good to go? Yeah, our east exterior wall. <laughs> Never came in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Were you the whole wall of the restaurant? Of the building. It's just getting held up by temporary jacks at the moment. <laughs> so we have temporary screens up oh, there. Oh, God. They're telling us it'll get here by March. <laughs> it's been just a wall. There's some people like, you know. Just a wait, wall. Just uh, for just certain equipment. Waiting for an actual hey. load-bearing wall here. Hey, look That's at it this it way. <laughs> you got great <laughs> ventilation. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let that smoke roll for sure. No, that's good. Um, no, but it sounds like you got some good out, outdoor seating, which is you know huge in, in, the, new, do, yeah. in the new restaurant world. You can't really open up a restaurant without outdoor seating these days. No, no, it's got to be part of the business plan. You got to have that. And I love that you have the games and everything. I mean, that's uh, yeah. And through COVID, we redid our we redesigned our vestibule like four times just to make it big, have a huge to go window, mm. uh, build the line behind the window to really be prepared to do a large uh, portion of our businesses carry out. And it has been, I mean, that has been right, big right. time to, to go window to is that. big too. to go window. I like that. I need to get it to go window. You'll have to check to out to on my Instagram. <laughs> um, in that, in that vestibule, I have a chandelier of Weber kettle grills, the lids upside down, Stop all it. The colors and you had that made. You had that, that hang made? at different levels and Dude. light up. So oh, that's up awesome! It's like you're in the Bellagio looking up. You see all these different <laughs> the colors. Colors that is going cool. on. Oh, that's wild! Wait, so you use the lids underneath of the lids? We use the lids, so the, the different sizes and every color they made, and then just oh. extended them down from the ceiling at different levels. That's dope! Oh, oh wow, that's, that's pretty badass. Cool. That's pretty innovative. That and you get the little. That's what we do. You get the Mitch. decorative bulbs underneath <laughs> them and everything. That's, that's that's pretty cool. Innovation. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is fun, man. I love it. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah, right. M E A T. Meet you. So between you know the di- couple of different videos and stuff we've seen you in, one that stands up at least in our area is yeah. the one. You, George Brett, and uh, the local boy from here, from Barstool Sports, El Prez himself, Dave Portnoy. Everyone knows yes. the rules. You boys had yes. some fun on that one. How, how did that go down? And, you know, especially, you know, Dave does everybody, if you don't know, Dave owns Barstool Sports mm-hmm. and has cor- cornered or taken by storm the pizza market. One bite, everyone knows the rules. Oh, one bite, everyone knows yeah. the rules. And his, you know, he, he'll go countrywide checking out different pizza shops and, you know, rates them. And each one, you know, kind of blows up after the fact it brings in. Did you have that kind of experience with this? Or is it well, still on the climb? So I'll tell you, I think it was maybe 2018. And I wasn't familiar with Barstool Sports. I mean, I'm totally into sports, but I, I did not know anything about what they were doing. I wasn't really into that media segment. And my uh, nephew, who was in college, mm-hmm. calls me and he says, hey, Mitch, he goes, I think there's an unbelievable opportunity for you to go on this thing called Barstool Sports. He's like, if you tell them that you'll bring George Brett with you, I bet they let you on. I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's going to be an easy task. You know? A little celebrity So bait. I waited around, and uh, a few weeks later, I was uh, hanging out with George, and I said, hey, I said, we've got this opportunity. I don't know if you're interested, if you ever heard about it, but I'd like to take you to New York City and go on, uh, spend a day with Barstool Sports. He goes, get the fuck out of here. He goes, I got that app on my phone. Those guys are funnier than shit. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, really? You'll do it? He goes, let's go. That's so I'm like, all right, right on. So I let my nephew know. And uh, next thing we know, um, we are on a plane flying to New York City. And uh, I think at that time, they had about 74 employees. I brought burn-ins, ribs, brisket for everybody. And uh, everybody's just walking around their headquarters, filming and doing stuff. And, um, you know, beforehand, I had warned George a little bit because I got some intel that said, you know, that they're going to they're going to talk about hemorrhoids, about shitting his pants, they're gonna talk about everything under the sun. And I'm like, are you OK with that? And he's like, I think I can handle myself, Mitchie boy. I think I can handle myself. I'm like, all right, right on. Let's go. So we go and sure as shit. I mean, we're not even there 10 minutes and these guys are writing these little, little, uh, scripts, you know, and they're like, hey, uh, skits. And they're like, Hey George, come back in this room with us. 
And now the beads of sweat are starting to come down my head. I don't know what they're going to do to him in there. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen, but they go in this room and shut the door. So I'm kind of keeping it out of the corner of my eye while I'm slicing brisket and I'm doing everything. And they come out about 45 minutes later laughing. And so immediately I'm relieved a little bit. So he comes over. I go, what, what did you do? And he goes, well, those two knuckleheads put on diapers. One put turkey chili in his diaper and the other one put beef chili. And it was my job to pick which one was the turkey and which one was the beef. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing, you know, they come over, they say, George, hey, come over here, George. So he goes over and they recreated. You can watch this on uh, on YouTube. This is where I was going. they recreate the scene of uh, the pine tar incident, the home run. Yeah. So famous for, so they put my womp sauce on a keyboard and they put George down in front of the keyboard to write what is a blog. And the headline is just hysterical. It's dirty, but you can like, I haven't been swearing already. Sorry, but uh, you can, you can uh, see it. It's absolutely hysterical. And they recreate, you know, coming up, to the mound um, and checking the bat, everything. And, you know, ultimately they call George out and he comes running out of the dugout, all furious, going crazy. They're all holding him back. So they hold up the keyboard after they all confer and they look at George and they're like, you can't write this blog. You're out. And he comes (laughs) racing like a bat out of hell out of them. They're grabbing him, holding him back. The guy, this is one take. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah. You have to watch it. One take when they yelled cut the guy holding the keyboard, he released so much breath and anxiety in his body. He thought George was going to really rip his head off. It was absolutely hysterical. Oh, I had I mean, saw really that. and that. Oh, I was dying laughing. It, it, and then it was after perfect. that, we jumped in the car, George and I in Portnoy and uh, spent a day driving around. Uh, you can imagine just to get a couple of blocks in New York City takes an hour. And we got to this pizza place where they, they filmed the one bite challenge. And uh, I got to, to participate in it and he put uh, my burn ends on it oh, and then yeah. and and perfect portnoy style he dumps off the burn end before he takes a bite of pizza and says do you think i'm gonna fucking eat a piece of pizza with burn end on it <laughs> <laughs> that's then, pretty typical then yeah. to his to his testament he goes down reaches down picks the burn end up off the ground and eats it and gives it a 9.9 <laughs> which is the, the highest score that he's ever given anything on the show oh, oh that is Awesome, man. George Cato, what's up, brother? Oh, oh man, fantastic. Mitch, this has been awesome. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we are up against it. goes quick, it man. It does. It does. I'm sitting here looking at his voice. I'm like, oh, my God, really? We're, on the, yeah. we're on the upstairs of uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop at the podcast studio, and they close at 6, so they, <laughs> well, lock, no. they lock us in, and my wife gets mad when I have to sleep out uh, at the cigar shop. Hopefully, you have a liquor cabinet in there. <laughs> oh, we know where it's hidden. We know where I, I know exactly where it is. Um, but Mitch, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolutely, Blah, pleasure. Pleasure. Yes. Thank you, boys. Eventually, I, I get it, it out. But uh, where can everyone find you on all the social medias, website, all that? Yeah, just easy as meet Mitch. M e a t Mitch. M i t c h dot com. You know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, on my website. You can uh, get the book. BBQ nice. Revolution, mm-hmm. which is fun. I also ship burn ends. I ship all the proteins prepackaged to you um, across the country and then sauces and rubs and everything. So we're, we're here waiting for you. That's awesome. awesome. Why don't you plug the, uh, the location of your new restaurant as well? It's in uh, Leewood, Kansas at 95th and Mission in the Ranch Mart Center. All right. All you, Kansas, all you Kansas locals, do you hear that? Go check out Meet Mitch and his new restaurant. Hell yeah. And play some lawn sports while you're there. Nice right. to meet you. Hell yeah. And then if you're looking for work, you might have a wall he needs to yeah. put up in a couple months. And he might yeah. need a load-bearing wall while, yeah. uh, while you're there. So <laughs> calling all contractors. <laughs> calling all contractors. <laughs> well, Mitch, thank you, brother. This was awesome, man. Appreciate it. Good thank stuff. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> all straight, right. Man. Hey, why don't you hang out uh, just one, one second, second while we do the uh, outro. Okay. Awesome, brother. That was awesome. fun. Oh, that so was fun. fun. So fun. I was, it was funny because I was going to bring up that. The George Brett story, oh, it was hilarious. You, you know you know the story. Oh, you're not a big sport guy. Oh, but I know. I know I know the story. You ever see the high? Yeah. yeah the, I, when he crunched it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it, they recreated it perfect with That's the keyboard awesome. just dripping I'll have to check that out. How are we so blessed to have such great 
guests on the show. Awesome, awesome. Everyone's yeah, they're reaching out. It, it's it's mind blowing. It really is. You know, because start, people start to make my job easy. It, it, <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm just sitting here opening emails. Hey, you want? Yes, I do. We don't just come here <laughs> on, on a Tuesday every Tuesday at five p.m. This actually works. Yes, we that we got to do. Well, we do that. <laughs> but there's actually work that we have to do during the week. You know how many emails we might send out? Oh, good. Get, trying to get some good content for the show. Oh, yeah. As much as we know, oh. you guys could sit here for forty-five minutes, and you know we're easy on the eyes. We understand that. That's right. But still, we That's we right. know good content also rules. So, yep. So That's next it. week, yeah, is up in the air again. Always, but mm-hmm. not but, always, but. But who month. knows, because technically next week's Monday's a holiday, so my Tuesday can be all screwed up. Ooh. But I got had uh, reached out to three people last night, mm-hmm. got all three responses of definites. We're just working out the dates. Okay. Of um, Rub Bagby mm-hmm. from Swamp Boys out of Florida. Okay. Who was on Barbecue Pit Masters. Yep. I, I, yes, I remember that. I remember that. Lee yeah, yeah. Hickle out of Texas. Okay. IBC, multi-IBCA team of the year. Beautiful. Amongst everything in the um, Barbecue Champs Academy series. Yes. Yep. And Great videos. some Texas barbecue royalty of Mama and Papa Joe's, Papa Joe himself, Clarence Joseph, Ooh, which good. I believe you're probably going to have a chance to meet next week. <laughs> yes. That's exciting. Oh, he's awesome. I can't he's, wait. I could listen to him for hours. Beautiful. He's nice. such a such a great guy. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. So we're just going to work out those dates. And that's it. But that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, you'll find us at all the links listed down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Almost did it in one breath. <laughs> what do we got here? Greg Junior says, I'm only only the eyes wearing that yellow, yellow shirt. Right, right. That's what it is. It, if you know, listen, you know. If you think it's easy on the eyes on the TV it's not so easy on the ice sitting here and live in person, live in a living color. <laughs> but on that note, till next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.